Boy, you talk about prompt. Head coach of the Purdue Boilermakers, Ryan Walters, fresh off his first, I don't even know if you really call it his first national signing day, but nonetheless, Purdue signed some guys yesterday, and he was on it. 8.58, rolled around, Ryan Walters giving us a call, and we hear from the head coach of the Purdue Boilermakers for the first time here on Kevin and Query. Coach Walters, congratulations, and thanks for the time. Well, thank you so much, man. I'm happy to be here. I want to begin with this, Coach. Uh, you know, obviously, congratulations on landing the position at Purdue. Purdue did, you know, they clearly they honed in on you very early because it was a quick transition once the coaching vacancy happened. But for you personally, getting the opportunity now in terms of the head coaching position for the first time, you know, you've been at Illinois, you've been at Missouri, you've been at North Texas, Oklahoma, Arizona, a, a number of places, but how advantageous is it for you for your first head coaching opportunity to be in a league where you already were and have familiarity? And was that something that you kind of targeted in on when exploring your first options as a head coach? Yeah, you know, I feel extremely blessed. I mean, this is this is incredible, right? Like you said, I got um, familiarity within the conference, especially on this side of it. Um, and then it just kind of happened, like you said, really, really quickly. So um, I knew I had to take advantage of that opportunity. Um, you know, you talk about a team that has just played in the, the Big Ten Championship. Uh, so it's not a rebuild. You know, we're trying to raise the standard and elevate the program. Um, and so for for my first time, my first opportunity, I feel extremely blessed. You know, there's alignment within the, the president, the AD, the athletic department. Um, and, and you know, the, the city of West Lafayette is just an awesome place. So, you know, I feel like a a 16-year-old that got the keys to the Lamborghini, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm extremely blessed, extremely humbled, and, and you know, we're, we're diving in and getting to work right now. He is Ryan Walters, the new head football coach of the Purdue Boilermakers. Coach, how would you describe your on-field coaching style? You know, I'm poised, uh, even kill, uh, competitive, uh, but, you know, you're always gathering information on the field, um, especially game days, uh, so you can't be too high, too low. Um, you know, let the, let the kids go play, have fun, and, and try to give them as much tools as possible to have success. You know, I remember when this process first developed and Jeff Brown took the job in Louisville, and, and you're obviously thinking, okay, what, what does Purdue need to be looking for? In Purdue history, you think about quarterbacks, you think about the offensive, um, you know, really entertaining product that Purdue's had for several decades. And when I saw you were hired, that was one of my first questions. I'm thinking, oh, boy, defensive-minded coaches – and, and I was totally wrong on this, can be, can be a little bit archaic in a way in how they think about it. And then all of a sudden I listened to your press conference and you had an unbelievable grasp, and maybe it's your quarterback background, of like, no, 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 I know what wins offensively in today's college football and what we need. The hire of Graham Harrell, coming from that Mike Leach coaching tree, I think follows it. Um, Purdue fans should expect very similar offensive uh, philosophy to what they're used to, Correct. Absolutely. You know, it's, again, like you, you, there's that misnomer, right? And, and, and you know, to, to everybody's credit, um, you know, in the past, head, defensive head coaches have wanted to play the game a certain way. Uh, but I think about the game from a quarterback's perspective. Um, I understand that that's the most important position in sports period. So our defense are trying to affect them, and offensively we're trying to let him thrive. Uh, so it was important for me to hire a guy like Graham Harrell uh, that would attract quarterbacks, would attract offensive uh, skilled players, um, you know, because I'm, you know, I want I want to win games by a lot. I don't want to win games nine to six. That's not that's not fun, right? So, 
Um, you know, I think hiring Graham has been awesome, and, and we have had a lot of interest from some high, you know, profile quarterbacks, and hopefully we'll get one here soon. Did you? I know that you were, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, Coach Ryan Walters, the new Purdue head football coach, is our guest on the Payless Sickers Hotline. I know that you were at North Texas, I think, as a position coach around the same time that I believe Graham Harrell came there uh, as an offensive coach. Did you guys cross paths, or is this the first time that you will actually have worked in the same building together? Yeah, well, I, was, I missed Graham by a couple of years at, uh, at North Texas. Uh, but, you know, I played against him in college, and we have uh, friends in the same circles that we just never had crossed paths. So I had known about Graham. I had, had admired his sort of uh, early rise uh, to, to success. You know, we, we think alike. We think about the game alike. Um, and he's a great dude, and, and we, I can't wait to work with him. You know, you entered college at the University of Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, Coach, as an offensive player. And then over the yep. over the course of your time as a Buffalo, you transitioned – to a defensive player. So you, you know, you took advantage of an opportunity perhaps that was laid out for you. How did that, you know, going in and having to play a position that was different than what you originally thought, having to have maybe the humility to know what was best for the team versus what you anticipated for yourself. How has that molded you as a coach and a connection to young people? Yeah, you know, so obviously I grew up playing quarterback. Um, when I got there, there was like a 26-year-old junior named Joel Klatt who was <laughs> who was uh, playing quarterback. And, you know, I knew that in order for me to play, that I needed to switch positions right away, right? So um, I thought of myself as a football player first. Um, I thought I could play multiple positions. And I just wanted to do what I, what I could to help the team. And so I approached, you know, Coach Barnett and, and – you know, brought up the idea. We tried it for a couple of weeks, and um, you know, the rest is, is history there. So, um, what, it, what it did teach me to, you know, just get put my head down and go to work in difficult times. And change can be difficult, not because it's good or bad, just because it's different, right? So, um, that's that's taught me how to connect and uh, help help guys through adverse moments as well. He is Ryan Walters. He's the head football coach of the Purdue Boilermakers. He joins us here on Kevin and Query. Coach, what's been the craziest thing that's come across your desk in the last week that you thought, oh, wow, I now have to deal with this as the head coach? You know, it's, there's a, I can't, I mean, there's a multiple, multiple times. Um, you know, I haven't really sat down and thought about the football. You know, it's been all off the field stuff. Um, you know, luckily for me, um, the AD, uh, Mike Babinski and the, the deputy AD, Tiffany Grimes, have been awesome. Um, in terms of, of letting me know where things, where holes are in the program, and, and what we can do to uh, to fix those, um, and, and we're hitting the ground running and, and attacking those issues right now. Obviously, one of the first items I think a lot of Purdue fans notice when you were hired is your age, um, 36 years old. Uh, pros, cons. How do you view yourself as one of the youngest head coaches in college football? Advantages and maybe you know some question marks that are there. Yeah, you know, so for me, I think one of the one of the reasons that uh, Purdue felt comfortable and, and believed in uh, me as a first-time head coach is because, you know, with today's landscape, you know, everybody is experiencing this for the first time. Um, you know, so if I'm if I'm a head coach and I've been doing this for 20 years, you know, that's, that could be difficult to change with the times. You know, just like any company, when policy gets changed, but you've been there for 20 years. That change can be difficult, and you can you can fight that change. Where, 
as I'm coming in at the forefront of this deal, like I'm embracing this opportunity. Like you talk about NIL, you talk about transfer portal. You know, I'm not I'm not afraid of those changes. I'm I'm looking at those as opportunities. So I think that from that aspect, like I'm probably the best guy for the job. Um, it's not not my lack of experience that's a that's a detriment to me. That's a benefit because of the changing times. You know, the transfer portal to me coach ryan walters is our guest the transfer portal to me is fascinating because it's a relatively new phenomenon that gets bigger each year as a coach is the transfer portal do you look at the transfer portal as an avenue in which you can accentuate your roster or is the transfer portal more important in terms of making sure that you don't have guys entering it like which in other words the transfer portal do you see it as an entry or an exit you know, I think it's both, right? Um, you know, there are, you know, f- from a player's perspective, it, it, it gives you freedom because, you know, maybe maybe this isn't the right place, you know? You, like you got to figure out for yourself, like, where can I go play? Uh, where, where can I thrive in an environment? And then from a, a coach's perspective, it's, yeah, it's, okay, we're, we're short on numbers in this class at this position. Now we can go to the transfer portal and, and find somebody that's with experience we can get a, a more accurate evaluation than we can maybe a high school guy. Again, Ryan Walt. Sorry, Coach. Yeah. Also, I think it's beneficial for both sides. He's Ryan Walters, head coach of the Purdue Boilermakers, and he's with us here on the Payless Slickers Hotline. It's a week, I think a week from Monday, uh, the bowl game for Purdue down in the Citrus Bowl. On that staff will be Drew Brees. Uh, what was your reaction when you heard that um, you know, arguably the best player in program history wanted to come back and help you guys out during a time where your team's got, you know, kind of a skeleton coaching staff for the bowl game. Yeah, I was ecstatic, dude. I mean, you know, I grew up, like I said, I grew up playing quarterback. And uh, when, when Drew was, when I was in high school, Drew was in college. Um, it's, it's funny because I was actually back home in, in Los Angeles um, during the winter break. Um, went to Disneyland with, with my family, and, and Drew is is doing a parade there for the Rose Bowl, and I'm like, dude, that's Drew Brees, you know, <laughs> <laughs> come full circle, and now he's on the staff, and you talk about an unbelievable guy, uh, he is always on, you know, passionate about the program, um, just his personality, his his energy, it's, it's no secret why he's had this, the amount of success he's had. Are you pretty happy with the cupboard that Jeff Brom left behind? I am like there's you know Jeff he had a lot of, I, I appreciate his leadership and the success that he he has had there um you know I've been able to go out and watch practice and you know I'm sure like, like, there's a reason why they they played in the Big Ten championship this year is he look I think everybody understands coach why Jeff Brom left right it's no indictment on Purdue I mean home is home and it's I, I think he said it very well Purdue will always be home but Louisville is a way of life for me. So clearly it was a good relationship seemingly between the two when he left. Has he left any sort of, have you had any conversation with him or is he, you know, he's not in conference. So could you, could you reach out to him and say, Hey, you know, tell me about this guy or that guy, or how does that work in coaching relationships? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I think both of us are are really, really busy right now when when you're walking into the building. Um, but I, I do definitely want to reach out to him just to not not necessarily talk about the roster, but but just talk about the lay of the land and um, you know what what he thought were were some of the reasons why they had success here. Coach, where do you think um, NIL wise Purdue is at within the Big Ten? Uh, I think it's competitive. You know, like I said, uh, you know Mike and, and Tiffany, they're they're rock stars, and 
uh, they understand what what the landscape is now and and you know what what kind of resources we're going to need to to be competitive in this conference when you go into recruits home um how quickly is nil brought up not nearly as quickly as you probably might think uh, sometimes not at all you know um you know, there have been talks with transfer portal guys, um, you know, that are that are being offered by other programs, and and so you just got to, you know, you got to got to adapt and adjust to it. But um, it doesn't get brought up nearly as much as you think. By definition, coach, a boilermaker, and I'm going with Wikipedia, which we know is all knowing. Oh, a boilermaker is a trade person who fabricates steel, iron, or copper iron into boilers and other large containers intended to hold gas as a liquid. As a football coach, when you look at your football program and a kid comes in, if he wants to play at Purdue, what is the Ryan Walters definition of a boilermaker? You know, someone that loves the game of football, um, that that is uh, has selfless and has no ego, um, and willing to do whatever it takes for the team, um, and someone that puts their head down and goes to work. I think it's well known of your relationship, Coach, at least as a youngster. Uh, you know, a lot's been made of this, and sometimes we hear these things, and then you ask the person, and they go, yeah, it's kind of been blown out bigger. Uh, what is your relationship? Certainly when you were young, you were your babysitter was Eric Bieniemy, right? I mean, does that mean like one time he watched you or like you had a regular familial relationship with him? No, we had a regular relationship. You know, him, him and my dad played together. Um, you know, so I, I was, he was around all the time. Um, you know, we, we don't see each other as much now just with the schedules, uh, but we do keep in contact. Um, you know, I'll, I'll send him a text after a game. He'll, he'll do the same. Um, you know, always bouncing ideas off each other. Um, there were a couple of times we almost worked on the same staff. So um, definitely, definitely uh, have a lot of respect for him and, and the way he's gone about this, his business. And, um, and it was it was fun to be around him, you know, as a, as a youngster. You know, it's interesting with him, Coach, because, he, you know, he's one of the most – respected assistant coaches in the National Football League and his name for years he's almost become the poster child of guys that for whatever reason have never made the final step into becoming a head coach in the NFL despite theoretically interest in him doing so what do you believe is the reason that Eric Bieniemy has not gotten that chance um you know I don't I don't know um I know that that he's also been really selective like he's he's got a great job right now you know being an offense coordinator with Patrick Mahomes is your, yeah. is your quarterback. Pretty good gig, right? Um, yeah, and then he's got definitely he's got uh, familiarity and a comfort level with Andy Reid, right? So um, I know some jobs that he he has been um, mentioned for, he he hasn't been interested in, you know. Um, and, but I also know that there are other jobs that he was and, and he didn't get, um, and for whatever reason, I, I don't know. I'm not sitting in the interview, um, you know. I'm not the I'm not the owners, um, but I, I definitely think that he he is deserving. I think his uh, track record and resume speaks for itself. And, you know, his relationship with players uh, speaks for themselves as well. The defensive resume is wildly impressive. And I think the offensive comments you hear from Ryan Walters, you got to like if you're a Purdue fan, considering what that program is known for over the years. Uh, Coach, I know it's been probably beyond a whirlwind this past week. Congrats. Um, good luck here wrapping up signing day into the transfer portal. I know you aren't directly involved with coaching in the bowl game, but um, I know it's a big time to celebrate those guys on your roster as they close out this season. And uh, thank you very much for the time this morning. Hope to have you on here a couple more times before the start of next year. Thanks, guys, for having me, man. Merry Christmas.